0: Welcome to a spy thriller with teeth, 12 Sided Stories presents Dead Drop, a story heavy rules light Night's Black Agents actual play. And now your director, Wes Otis.
1: dead drop episode one this is wes i have some wonderful players with me uh let's start with Pooja.
2: hello i am Pooja and i will be playing asha kumar who has some questions that she would definitely like answered yesterday
3: Hello, all. My name is B. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm going to be playing Decker Black, the handsome muscle. And uh, he has a lot to, a lot of wrongs to right,
4: I think. Hello, I am Saint, or Saint Spider, and I will be playing our uh, kind of spooky medic type, <laughs> if that's a thing. Uh yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely a thing.
1: There's a lot of spooky medics.
0: Hey, I'm Michelle Otis and I am not a spooky medic. I am gonna be playing uh Sofia Vallardes, who is a uh a cleaner. I always want to say it a cleaner. A
3: cleaner, <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ever stop yourself. <laughs>
0: don't you dream, Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now on with the show.
1: Okay, so since this is our first episode, there's really not a recap, so let's jump right in. We are going to start with Asha. Asha, you wake up, your head hurts, your vision's blurry, it's hard to to really kind of get a sense of yourself. You ache a little bit, and you feel like you're sticky,
2: mm.
1: not moist. Very
2: specifically. Sticky. Sticky. I kind of like crack my eyes open and and look around slowly. Where am I?
1: You are in a bedroom, and it looks like a 1970s, 1980s hotel room. There is a blinking fluorescent light right outside your window. You hear the sound of a far off above ground train, and you have like the orange curtains and the gross, like, orange carpet, the worst sheets in the world. And there's a medium sized puddle of blood that's soaked into the mattress where you're laying.
2: Okay, I'm gonna take stock of myself. I'm assuming now that I'm sticky because of that blood. But did that blood come from an obvious place on my body?
1: You reach up and you feel like your neck's really tender and once you touch it, you have this flash of memory of bodies grinding together and very intense emotions, then it just goes black.
2: Fuck, I am going to get up and wash up and look around the room. Is any of my stuff there?
1: No, just the clothes that you have on. And when you go to the bathroom to wash up, You notice that you have on a a white shirt that kind of looks like a a maitre d' shirt or a waiter shirt, you know, with the collar and the whole nine yards. And uh, you have no pants on. And there are two large puncture marks in your neck. And just blood has come down and stained the front of this shirt pretty badly.
2: Okay, so step one, clean up. Step two, find some damn clothes. This is good. I'm going to attempt to lock down the internal freakout that is currently happening.
1: Actually, let's make a stability check. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's have all this trauma and make a stability (laughs) check.
1: (laughs) What? Uh, And just to be clear, clothes wise, your pencil skirt is there. So it's a black pencil skirt and a white shirt. In your mind, it looks like you were on some kind of mission.
2: Yeah, this is definitely not my standard wardrobe that I would have chosen to wear at all. Well, there goes the idea that maybe this wasn't my shirt. What the fuck? Uh, I'm going to put in two points for my stability. Oh,
1: Okay. And just as a reminder, stability is always usually at four. I'm not gonna move that around, so you just have to beat a four on a six sided.
2: Well, I got a six on the die, so that's an eight. So I guess I'm doing alright as can be. So okay, so I must have been I must have been assigned something. I must have been assigned something. And then obviously that went poorly. What the fuck was going on with me? Why do I look like I came out of, like, a 90s goth wet dream? So I'm going to clean up, take the shirt into the tub or whatever and attempt to get the stains out if possible. In the meantime, like, while that's soaking, I'm gonna look around and see if there's any other clothes, anything else that I could maybe, like, any other clues to where the fuck I am. Where the hell is my phone?
1: So you search around and you find your phone underneath the bed and you look outside, just peek outside the window, and you realize you're in Chicago near the elevated train tracks. It looks like, from what you can tell, probably early spring. The last thing you remember, though, and this is the hard part, is leaving London, coming back to the U.S. That's your last memory is arriving in the US. And when you were in London, you were doing a completely different operation. It went really well. Everything was fine. You worked with a few people. One that you remembered was Layla. She was a doctor and she provided some basic backup for you, but everything else is really hazy. You also remember Layla from your early Navy years. You two don't always get along. You don't always see eye to eye, but it's at least a person you remember.
2: Okay. I'm going to use my phone to try to check in with my handler. Okay. Can I even remember the number?
1: No, you can't. You can't even remember how to log into your phone. Actually, let's do a luck. Let's see if you have a <laughs> phone that has a face recognition thing, which you may not want because you're a spy and you don't necessarily want that sort of thing.
2: Also, those things are just a odd for anybody. <laughs> Your face could be like somewhere near it, and the unlock.
1: Yeah, roll a six-sided die. One, two, three. You do have the face recognition.
2: I do not. I do not have face recognition. That was so. A-
1: yeah, you learn. can't <laughs> even remember the code. You're like putting your birthday in and everything else, and you know you don't want to brick the phone. So you're like, shit. I'm gonna have to talk to someone to to break this open.
2: Okay, so. I'm going to need cash. I'm going to need somewhere to get a new something. Some help.
1: You notice that there's a note on the dresser. So I pick it up? It just says, last night was wonderful. I'll find you when I need you again. See. Hell no. Hell
2: no. Okay. So first order of business is getting the fuck out of here. And then hopefully something will come to me and I can figure out how to get in touch with any of my people. Or even just Layla, who I remember, hopefully, is a doctor-esque person-ish.
1: <laughs> yep. That, yeah, you definitely remember. Like I said, you remember everything up to London and coming back to D.C. How you got to Chicago, how you got in this room, how you got the worst hickey in the world. You don't know any of that. Just flashes of a night.
2: Okay. I am going to finish cleaning my shirt as best as I can, assuming there were no other clothes in there, and then just triple check the room to see if there was any cash, any keys, any anything that I could use to actually get around. You do find
1: a set of keys and about 25 bucks and some change. Also, you do know how to lift a wallet if you need to.
2: And that is something I'm going to have to do. 25 bucks isn't going to do a whole lot for me. Right. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go out of the hotel room. I'm going to take the keys. What kind of keys are they? Is there a
1: car? It looks like it's a Mercedes key with a little security button on it. Oh, good. It's
2: a fob. Always a plus when you don't remember where you parked your car or even having a car.
1: Let's jump over to Saint then. Saint, Layla has been a doctor for rich people for a while dealing with different things like their drug addictions, keeping them semi-healthy. You dealt with this one guy named Thaddeus who has had a couple of heart attacks. You don't really do missions very often. You do side gigs to, to make a little extra money every once in a while, but you have money. You're in Manhattan in your apartment. And about six months ago, you made it back from London and you've been just doing your basic work as you've been, you know, settling back in. And you get a frantic call from Thaddeus, and he's all like, Layla, look, you gotta get over here quick. I can't call it, I can't call the hospital. Please, just come over here fast to my my penthouse. Please, I'll I'll pay whatever, just
4: come over here. Okay, 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 just. I'll be right over. We've been through this before. Just drink some water, stay still. It's, it's not me, it's,
1: it's my friend. They're, they're not responding to anything.
4: Okay, have you told anyone else about this? Fuck no, I come on. I Look, I, I, can't, I can't have this, I, I need your help. Okay, I'll be there as soon as possible. She just hangs up. Okay,
1: so you head over and you get to the apartment and there's a woman laying face down on the carpet, blood everywhere. And she's got a bunch of bullet holes, through and through bullet holes, like they did close range. There's a gun on the coffee table, Thaddeus is rocking back and forth on the floor a few feet away with his cell phone next to him. And there's this blaring electronic music going on in the background. You can see tears are just streaming down his face. He's like, "She's fucking dead. She's dead. She wasn't supposed
4: to fucking die." (sighs) Take it. Layla just takes a deep breath. It's not the first time that one of her clients has ended up with a dead body in their apartment, but usually she wipes her hands. At this point, it's not used going to jail for this bullshit. However, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. I've never had the client look like they just murdered. I walk over. If there's a gun that's near him, right? I'm just pushing it away, putting myself in between him and that weapon, and I'm just going to be like,
1: what the fuck did you do? We took a drug that it speeds up the healing process, and she shot me, and I was fine, and the bullet hole went away, and his fucking pupils look like Dishes, right? Just blasted. Yeah, they're like Chinette. Okay, he goes, and so then I shot her, and she was fine, and, and we kept going back and forth, and then for some reason she just stopped getting back up. And you kept shooting her? No, no, no. This was at the end, and her wounds won't heal. My all my wounds went away. I don't know why. I I guess
4: I didn't give her enough of the drug. Um, where what drug is my first thing? I think he's just high. <laughs> It's over there on the counter. This is the little wet bar thing. Um. Okay. I'm debating whether or not to call the cops on you, Thaddeus. How the fuck did you think I would fix this? Oh, come on. You, look, this was an accident. This wasn't
1: on purpose. This wasn't with malicious intent. I I didn't mean, I didn't mean to, to, I can't go to jail. I I fucking can't. You got to help me. You gotta know somebody that can can deal with this shit, please.
4: Layla's just uh... half a million cash. <laughs> I need you to look me in the eyes. He does, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need money at this point. I'm looking at human trash or human mistake. Which one are you? He thinks for a minute. He goes, this was a human mistake by human trash. I'm just like honestly she's um she's trying to contain a bit of a freak out just because uh, this is a, this is taking her back to some of the war. Let's do a stability check yes this is this looks like a war crime to her like just a, just a victim who had just been well shot. it
1: also reminds you that you have uh, taken care of your own problems yes. with lethal means in the past
4: and I'm just kind of like. I didn't want to do that anymore. So anyway, that conflict is happening. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. This is a, it's still probably a four, right? Or it's, it's always
1: a four unless I school. unless I go look. Like, this is like an eight or some BS. I'm which I'm not gonna do.
4: I'm gonna put one point in just because I would like to be functional and okay, I didn't even need to. I got a four, so five.
1: So you got a five, you're dealing with it, you're just having your own flashbacks of different operations where things have gone bad. And one thing that pops in your mind is you worked at Operation Once and you had to call in someone to clean up something like this. This hacker named Sophia, who you know, given the right
4: amount of money, can make some of this go away. I may know someone to help you out, but you need to tell me everything about this drug. And I might make your mom send you to rehab. I know she's in her eighties. Oh, come on. But no, she's still ha- no. I know how that trust works. Okay. So
1: just Jesus please don't make me do that. Anything I mean, I'll go to rehab, but don't make my put my mom in the middle of this. She's horrible. I know. Do you know her you know her husband is my age?
4: <laughs> you know how horrible that is to be like, hey, remember high school? Oh. I think, um, considering you have a bullet ridden corpse on your floor, we shouldn't judge anything. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah, so I already had the gun separated from me. I looked at him and I'm like, I kind of believe that this is somehow a mistake, but I just do not believe that how it went down is how he said. So I want to just take that drug away. Clearly it's an insanity drug. Confiscate the gun. Even though I don't want to touch him because I'm very conflicted, I should probably examine where he said he was shot just in case this is like PCP or something.
1: He never wears a shirt in his own apartment. He's one of those dudes. and you look at his chest and everything and there are no wounds at all and he goes look I'm telling the truth I, I I'm tell. I, I was shot several times it's the drug the
4: drug did it just nothing nothing there's just like completely nothing
1: no it's it's clear but he does have a tattoo that says no regurts oh my god well, <laughs>
4: I'm used to that at least <laughs> It would be interesting if the misspelling happened because of the re. The knitting of the skin, or something (laughs) like that. It's like, oops, spell check. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, wow. So literally nothing. That's crazy. Is there anything strange from what I could tell of the woman's corpse on the floor? Like, is there blood a weird color?
1: No, She's it's no. shiny. She's not shiny. She's not. There's no weirdness about her. All her blood has just escaped her body from the five or six bullet holes that were pumped through her torso. Do you want to check out the drug?
4: Yeah, let me examine what its physical components are
1: well they're red pills and they're right next to what could be called a scarface mountain of cocaine on the wet bar so it's this huge mountain of cocaine in the middle and then a bunch of lines that they were obviously mixing these <laughs> two drugs together the only thing on the outside of the pill bottle that they were taking which is almost empty there's only like two or three pills left is called baratola so it's B A R A T O L A. Okay. And Does it
4: sound familiar? By Not any at
1: chance? all. No. All right. You've never heard I'm of it before. You. And he goes, look, I, I took my first dose like a week before she did. And that might be it. That that might be the that might be what happened. It takes a week? Well, I've been taking I've been taking it like for the last month, and she's been taking it for the last three weeks. And we were told that After a month, we should be okay, but we were a bit
4: high, and I didn't think that it would be a problem. (sighs) Thaddeus. Any drug that makes you think you can shoot yourself, don't take it anymore. Didn't you hear a popping sound? Fuck. From where? From behind you,
1: as you're looking at the drugs. I immediately turn around. And you notice that the woman on the floor is starting to lift herself up and you hear all this cracking of bones popping back into place but her face is contorted and she's snarling a little bit and her teeth have elongated a little bit and thaddeus jumps literally over the couch back towards the wet bar it's like, holy shit, holy shit! and she's standing suddenly up and her eyes are bloodshot red, and the holes in her body start to heal up a little bit. And we'll be right back to you in just a minute.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Decker. Yes. You are in the shower. You are getting released the next morning. So it's it's early morning. You're taking a shower. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the last one here. <laughs> And this guy, Jeff, comes up behind you and just puts his hand on your shoulder. He goes, I'm gonna miss you a lot. I'm really sorry that you're heading out. And he starts to take a shower. He goes, but I need to talk to you about something.
3: Yeah, man, what's up? You wanna, can I, can I, can I share that soap? You've got, is that
1: dove soap? Yeah, I got some from the, the store. Here you go. Oh my God, thank you. No problem. I just wish we could get more lotion in this place. Jesus Christ my
3: elbows are so dry it's naughty it's But no you you had something important to tell me yeah oh
1: yeah yeah. look i heard some of those all father dicks talking and they said something about going after your mom my ma yeah your ma
3: mother what 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 did they say like he's gonna turn that water off and like lean right into jeff
1: like tell me everything look um they were sitting there talking about how their bosses were gonna make sure that you got yours and they knew you were gonna get out tomorrow, so it's gonna go down tonight so that it happens before you can get home.
3: Mm-hmm. All fathers. Those fuckers always had a bone to pick with me.
1: oh well, they're racist pricks. What do you expect?
3: Oh, I don't know why they're not all dead. Because they're white. Just, that is the answer. Thank you, Jeff. You are so insightful sometimes.
1: <laughs> anyway, I don't know what you're gonna do, but you, you might have to leave before you're allowed to leave if you know what i mean
3: yeah yeah i gotta stay low um towel 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 okay i uh anything else
1: that's it man good luck okay, okay?
3: and we have a really elaborate high five jeff and i um so we do that fully nude and then uh yeah
1: good knowing you man Good knowing you too good luck so what is your plan if if it's going to be tonight you've got literally 12 hours to get out and get back home
3: so if i'm understanding i have to escape or lay low escape escape cool 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 (laughs) um now if prison break has taught me anything the tv (laughs) show i think i've seen it i think you need connections you need to know somebody that's already been working on getting out somebody that has connections with the guards You need to know somebody with the tools. So I imagine, is there like a crew of people that have already kind of been
1: working a little bit on this? They just needed a little bit of me
3: on their side?
1: (laughs) I will say because you are the face that you have connections throughout the entire prison. And yeah, you know that there are people in places that if you do them favors or guarantee them money in their accounts or something like that, they can get you out, usually through the laundry. Some of the laundry gets shipped out, because it's an older facility, so they don't have a whole laundry room situation going on. You know that there is a guy named Michael who is the guy who gets everything, you know, he's the Morgan Freeman of this particular prison. and you also know of a few guys down in the laundry room that if you gave them a few candy bars they'd be like sure dude just jump <laughs> in do your thing now it's not easy and mm-hmm. and they will be expecting some kind of payment down the line because they're all mobbed up so they have connections outside and there are guards also if you do your smoozing thing with them, especially Rick, Rick is um, very attracted to you. Rick is a guard? Rick is a guard. Excellent. And Rick has not made any, like, he hasn't hidden his admiration for your abs. So. <laughs> the, oh, Rick. <laughs> Rick would be your best person to start the process with.
3: Okay, it sounds very much like it's going to be Rick, uh, then talk to Michael, and then go down to the laundry room where I'll meet Frenchie and
1: Miguel. Okay, Frenchie and Miguel it is.
3: (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so uh, I feel like we probably still have a little bit of, like, the open time that some prisoners get to, like, be treated like humans and not chattel.
1: There's, like, an open room with a television, and if you want to go out to the yard, you can.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm going to hunt down Rick. He probably has, like, a regular place he's stationed.
1: Yeah, he does. He's usually on the second tier of, uh, and just looking down. So, Yuri, it's easy enough to find him.
3: Okay. The first thing that Decker is going to do is, are we wearing, like, one pieces, like, jumpers, or, like, pants and a top? Pants and a top. Okay. Top comes off, wraps around the waist, 90s style. She can't lose the shirt, but the abs need to be on display to fully get what I want. Because in Decker's mind, that's like a plus one to
1: everything he does. Right, absolutely, which is probably true.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, he'll slide on up. Do like the elbow leaning up against like a door frame or anything available to cut off Rick's kind of vision and only be in his view.
1: Absolutely, you have no problem doing that because you have flirt, so you're already there. He's like, oh. Hi, Decker. How are you? Sup. So, uh, um, I'm going to need your eyes for uh, eyes up here
3: uh, for a little bit. Mm hmm. I, uh, I've got some business that I got to do down in laundry. Uh, I'm going to pick some things up first. And then do you think you could be the guard on duty to make sure that I uh, take care of what I need to take care of? If you know what I mean, wink.
1: Are you planning on coming back at some point? At some point. Because you get out tomorrow morning. Oh, I know. And if you're not there tomorrow morning, I can't do anything past that. Oh, that's fine. So you can be back.
3: Yes. And he does not make eye contact.
1: Okay, awesome. And he kind of touches your hand and he goes, I would love to have coffee with you after you're done with uh, with your time.
3: Rick, give me your number. Something tells me I'll have a cell phone, uh, when I'm back out there.
1: He slips you a number and he says, uh, look, here's 40 to keep you, to be able to help you out.
3: Decker's going to pat him like gently on the face and then kiss him on the other cheek.
1: Okay. And he goes, uh, all right, good luck. Get out of here though. Go quick. Thanks. You're a good guy. All right. So. And then as he's walking away, he puts the shirt right
3: back on. It's cold. Yeah, it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah yeah and you're in you're outside of dc probably in fairfax or something like that okay the last time you saw your mom was like a month ago during visiting hours and so she was there explain what your mother looks like
3: oh my gosh decker's ma is the sweetest tiniest little lady like super dark ashy skin her hair has been in locks for so long that like you can see where the gray has grown in in the very tips are still just a little bit brown. She always carries a little handbag on her, lots of layers. She's got these thick, thick glasses um, that she's had for as long as anybody has known her. And she's just really sweet and always wants to help. Like she has been Decker's rock through and through the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right, so are you heading towards Michael?
3: Yeah. I feel like Michael, like is Michael, yeah, in his cell. Does he
1: have, like a regular place, like a table where people just come and visit him? He, yeah, he holds court downstairs yes! at the checker table, and he's usually just sitting back. He's an older guy. He's probably in his sixties. He's a lifer. He's not going anywhere and doesn't want to go anywhere. And uh, he is himself mobbed up. Michael's a very entrenched mob dude, and his job is to make sure that the mob old school mob is in control of what's going on in the jail, to the point where the All Fathers have to ask him permission before they're able to do anything. Damn! He's got power! He's got a lot of power. And he sees you coming up, he goes, Decker, what's up? You're looking good, you're leaving tomorrow, right? Yeah, I cannot wait. Um,
3: But in the interest of leaving, I, uh, and he's gonna, Decker's gonna lean in close, like, hands on the checkers table that's like the game of like yeah um hands on the table (laughs) even close I uh, got some favors to ask you and I'll slip them a 20 all right well what's up I I'm gonna convince the guards in the laundry room to um let me escape with some of the items there and I just need something to bribe them what are you thinking
1: I'm thinking you're fucking nuts Uh, I'm sorry but you're out tomorrow what are you gonna
3: do I'm not out. Hear me out. The All Fathers are gonna fucking kick my ass. I can't face them all. They are gonna hurt me. They're gonna hurt me bad. I'm gonna go back in the hospital. I'm gonna go back in the infirmary. That or I'm gonna fight back and I'm gonna be in here for life. I cannot let that happen.
1: <sighs>
3: they threatened my mother.
1: Oh, well.
3: You've seen my mom. Like, he pats around for like a little photo he keeps of her.
1: Okay, okay. That's that's different. Family's always different. I I get that. He goes, look, Frenchie is easy. Give him these two candy bars and he'll be fine. The uh, other guy these
3: are, these are generic brand candy
1: what is this really he'll be impressed by this? I don't know what to tell you. He's uh, not all there sometimes. Okay. He'll okay. be fine.
2: Fine, got it, thank you. Pockets <laughs> it. <laughs> He's diabetic and they ration his sweets. <laughs> yeah, they <Yes>! do.
1: <laughs> he goes you know Miguel owes me something and so uh this will be his payback you just get out of here okay yeah yeah so drop drop and take your twenty dollars I don't need this shit Uh, just uh, Uh, no look just you know what in the future when you get a little bit more money you know where my account is just throw a little cash in there so I can do some work okay just go take care of your ma
3: Decker's gonna grab him by both cheeks and kiss him on the forehead you are fucking amazing I know
1: I know now get out of here You got to get going.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll see you on the other side, figuratively, like walking and talking.
1: (laughs) So you head downstairs and Frenchie is leaning up against the wall, just oblivious to everything. And Miguel looks up at you and goes, what are you doing down here, Decker? Um,
3: I uh, I got word from Michael that everybody has to go upstairs. I, 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 Miguel, Frenchie, you stay. I gotta
1: talk to you two. Okay.
3: Come on, everybody, out, out now.
1: So everybody leaves because they're afraid of you, <laughs> and Miguel and Frenchie come up and go, okay, what the fuck's all this about?
3: Um, and as Decker's talking, he's pulling off his like prison clothes to get ready to put on. I imagine there's like officer clothing in here because I can't go out wearing. Orange. A jumper, yeah, yeah or whatever—an <laughs> okay.
1: orange uh, prison shriek
3: Yeah, even if I can put like a, a tank, like a white tank on yeah. or something.
1: Yeah, perfect. absolutely. So um, you're wait. able to put on a prison guard shirt and and just pants. What? How do you explain this to them? Because they're <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're putting on clothes." And <laughs> yeah,
3: so okay, hear hear me out, you two. I uh, I gotta get out. I gotta get out like yesterday. And um, he pats around in his pockets that are on the ground. Uh, Frenchie, these are for you. Uh, just watch your sugar, man. Generic candy bars. Yeah, I know it ain't easy, but like, just take care of yourself. You know, you're not, you're looking a little pale. It's a diabetes. Yeah, yeah, it, it ain't easy. Insulin is just outrageous. Mm-hmm. The price yeah. is skyrocketing, but neither here nor there. I- I'm leaving. You two, Mwah. you're going to save me, Miguel. No more deaths with Michael.
1: Erased. You're you kidding. Not to help
3: me. No, I'm not kidding. Do I look like a man who kids?
1: Get in the fucking thing. We'll get you out of here.
3: All right. And like a guy, like a cheek, a cheek pat.
1: Okay. So they roll you up on this truck. The truck leaves, and at some point, at a stop sign or whatever, you get off and out of the truck, and we will come back to you very shortly. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sophia. You haven't been doing as much work as a cleaner lately. But you're still friends with all these guys. You're still friends with a lot of the Italian and Russian mob. You sometimes launder money with them through cryptocurrency. And you're even looking into NFTs and stuff like that to deal with. You are the worst to a lot of people when it comes to that stuff, but you don't give a fuck. And you're heading over to Igor's, who is this Russian mob dude, just big probably 6'10 and 450 pounds of just massive person, you know. Igor is an enforcer, surprisingly, and basically he shows up. He doesn't have to move fast. He just shows up and looks at people, and they realize that they're going to get ripped apart if he gets a hold of them. So you've known these guys for a while, and Alexander's talking to you. He goes, you know, so... um, What's it going to take to get you back in the game, Sophia?
0: Ah, uh, you know me. Footloose and fancy-free. I don't want to be tied down. I've got enough money. I've finished school. You know, I just want to go do my own thing. You don't want to be tied down? I don't believe that in one second. Well, you know, not without consent or anything, but...
1: <laughs> well, look, you always have a job, if you know what one. We always have issues.
0: Well, if I ever need, you know, if I ever need, need a little cash, I'll I'll give you a call or you know, get in contact with you in some way and see if there's anything needs doing. What about digital cleaning? Oh, you know, I'm good at it. Look, that's all I'm saying. You're good at all this stuff. You're good
1: at getting rid of problems, and we like that. You know, dealing with the Russian mob, I mean, we're sophisticated Europeans. The Russian are not. They've always been, since Peter the Great, they've been in the backwater. You know that.
0: Well, uh, I'm not going to comment on, on any of that stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> Because I I like my skin, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, you know, if you need any money cleaned, I'll help you out. Not on the regular, though. Just not every once in a while. Would I ask that of you? Yes.
1: Yes, I would. Look, we'll uh, we'll talk about it more after we deal with Igor. I think tonight's going to be one of those up late drinking a lot and watching movies that are dubbed in... In Russian, then with English subtitles, it's it's a weird thing for the brain to process. But that's where we're at. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you show up at his place and before you even get to the door, you smell blood. And so does Alexander. And he goes, oh, fuck. Do you smell that? Yeah, that's fresh. That ain't good. You got gloves? Of course. I pull them out of my bag. I always have gloves on me. So he puts on the gloves and the door is not locked. Oh shit, that's not good either. Oh shit.
0: You got a piece on you?
1: Look, of course I got a piece on. Come on, I'll cover you. You just open the door and stay off to the side.
0: Okay, so I slowly open the door and I get to the side.
1: And he has the gun up pointing inside and a look on his face, it's like all the color just kind of drains out. He kind of lowers the gun. He says, holy fuck. What? It
0: It ain't pretty. Take a look. So I look around.
1: Igor is in the center of his place. Now, this is like a warehouse kind of made into a apartment place. So the ceilings are really high and they've got the beams across. And there are chains around his hands and around his feet. And he's up about five feet off the ground altogether, taut. And his back has been opened up. And all the muscles on his back have been folded out to look like he's got wings and there's a ton of blood underneath him alexander goes
0: shit who the fuck would do this oh my god i've seen bad before but jesus christ look uh we need to get rid of this shit we need to get the fuck out of here
1: no no look he's got shit here that we can't leave here then we grab the shit and we go that's what i'm saying why are you arguing with me let's go let's go let's go we're talking too much fuck it's like my sister or something so you all go through and you start grabbing papers and grabbing stuff and you suddenly hear the toilet flush and Alexander whips around with his gun oh shit what the hell stay behind me so the door knob slowly turns and opens and this all-father dude comes out he's got tatted up everything else and he's he's not armed and Alexander goes, "Who the fuck are you?" And the guy like goes, "Look, just using the bathroom. Just, uh, just
0: everybody, stay chill. We're all good." You're just randomly using the bathroom when this is hanging in front of you. Look, we're all professionals here. We all, we
1: all do our jobs differently. I've had stomach issues. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't think anybody was gonna be here. I can just, we can work this out somehow. What's done is done. He's gone. Wasn't easy either. It's a big fucker, but it's done. Okay. Look, I, I I don't want any, I don't know you people and I I don't, there's no reason for us to, to have an issue. And you tell Alex is doing the math right now.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't have a weapon on me, so I'm just kind of like, Alex says, what the fuck? What, What do we do here? What's the play? I asked the guy, why Igor? He
1: stole some product like a lot of product from the wrong people. Which product? Do you all want to get involved in this or just walk the fuck away? You've got his stuff, just walk the fuck out. Last
0: time I checked, we're the ones with the gun on you. Fair point, but
1: two corpses are harder to hide than one. And Alexander goes, no, they're not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not really, no. Look, look. uh, (laughs) It's called (laughs) <laughs> we'll math explaining
2: racist
1: <laughs> It's called Barlatola. It's a new drug. It's only for really rich people and somehow that asshole got a hands on a bunch of it and he didn't keep it quiet and so he had to be taken out. Okay? My people have already left. I, I was just had to use the restroom. This is all please. And you hear the gun start to like the, the hammer goes up. So this and Alexander looks at you and goes, you know, we're going to have to clean this all up, right? Fuck you, you piece of shit. We need to clean this up.
0: No, I know, but we only need to clean him up. We didn't have nothing to do with this.
1: <sighs> with with Igor. Yeah, but we can't leave Igor like this. It's not right.
0: You know it's not right. He was our friend. I know, but we're going to need more people, man. I The two of us can't lift him. You know that. Yeah, I know. I'll call up a few people. Okay, Well he's calling, I'm still grabbing stuff like any laptops, any flash drives, any anything that's around that's going to have any information on it.
1: Okay, so you're collecting all this shit. We will come back to you later on. So let's jump back over to Saint. Layla. this woman who obviously should be dead is now standing in front of you snarling looking very animalistic and she starts to hunch over a little bit and get down on all fours Thaddeus is like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck and it starts to come towards you and every time it moves you can hear its bones
4: like do this crunching sound what do you want to do I got my gun in front of me or the gun in front of me okay Uh, do I know if it's loaded or
1: not You never go anywhere without a loaded gun. Oh, their gun, you're gonna grab their gun. Yeah, well, I I also, yeah, my
4: own piece, but I was like, oh shit, I don't know if I had it on me at this point or if I'm closer to his gun. I'm gonna say that with your
1: past, you probably always have a gun because you're afraid of being cornered and caught on
4: something. Right, I believe that as well, thank you. So (laughs) I'm gonna whip that out because yeah, this is clearly an attacking force. I'm not even gonna think about it. Gonna go for, well, I'm shooting 10.
1: Okay. This is gonna be pretty like a a normal roll. So it's close range. She's making deliberate movements. Actually, let's do a stability check before. Fair and then we'll decide how hard it is for you to shoot that gun.
4: Okay, I'm gonna use my nice dice from before. (laughs) Do I want, maybe I don't need a point, I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna use another point just in case. No problem. I'm nervous. I didn't need it again. Okay, I rolled a five and it's six, yes. All right, so your stability
1: is fine. Now make a shot, make your gunshot, and how many points are you gonna spend? Just spend
4: two. I wanna drop this thing if possible, or you know, incapacitate it as it is coming to rip our faces off. Okay, I got a four, so plus one, five.
1: Okay, so roll damage and then add plus one to it. All damage time. Got four, plus one, five. Awesome. You hit this thing, and it keeps moving towards you. You stop it for a second, and Thaddeus is like, holy fuck, holy, we, we gotta go, we gotta get out of here. Oh, it's not even slowed down a bit. Nope. It took it, but it stopped, but it still- It's like I punched uh, it. <laughs> yeah, well, not so much, but it definitely is still coming towards you.
4: Okay, um, I'm gonna glance upon my skills real quick, if there's anything cool okay i've never seen this before no ever. no I'll, god no okay yeah okay cool yeah dead is dead okay yeah so i'm questioning so many things uh and i'm just like this looks like a fucking werewolf thaddeus uh was this happening before i say no. as i'm backing up no uh, <laughs> Five, and then uh four, okay <laughs> um three. i guess we're running we're getting out because i have nothing else to stop a zombie wolf <laughs>
1: lady Let's do a athletics roll. So this is a chase situation. You're both trying to get to, you're trying to get to 10. It's trying to get to zero. So it's trying to knock you down. You're trying to knock yourself up. So you're going to be making rolls, okay? And I'm going to roll as well. So you're looking at your base. Your pool right now is you're at a five. Um, so go ahead and roll your, and how many points do you want to put in your athletics?
4: Let's do two points right now out of my 10. Okay, cool. Do, do, do. Ooh. okay, I got a three. Alright, so she got a three
1: as well. Let me see what Thaddeus gets. Uh, Thaddeus got a two. So here's what happens. You leap forward. The creature leaps at the same time. Thaddeus gets tripped up in his drug state and is just barely behind you, but close enough to this thing that it's able to grab Thaddeus and pull him down to the ground. And you have a split
4: second. You have a decision. You can try to shoot one of them again, or you can get the fuck out. I'm wishing so deeply Asha was here with me right now because I know she'd have something in her bag that would just fucking set the whole place on fire, which is what I wish I could do right now. So that's my in-character thought. <laughs> yeah, because I've got nothing... I... Okay, I think I would shoot the creature again because there's no way that I, I this is like so conflicting it's scary there's a monster what do I do when there's a monster I think I'd shoot, a, shoot her again I'd try okay. so this is going to be a hard roll because they're tussling right now
1: she's on top but you could still easily hit Thaddeus. So I'm gonna say
4: it's a difficult roll, so spend points accordingly. Oh my god, okay, this is shooting again though, so I have quite a few. All right, and it's gonna be above four. All right, and I already spent one for that last one, so uh, let's spend three. So I'm down a total of four, Let me make sure I make that note proper. Yes, okay oh my god (laughs) i'm actually stressed i'm sweating (laughs) okay well i hit a five plus three so eight
1: you barely make it you hit and because it like i said it was a very hard thing so roll your damage okay three okay plus one is four so you've done nine points it falls over to the side thaddeus is having a panic attack his heart is probably worse than usual. What do you want to do?
4: Can I just- Like firemen, carry him out yeah, of Yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, because I'm assuming my, I, I put all the drug at least in my bag, in my, in my, on my person actually. I probably put it like in a clothing pocket, whichever pocket is available. Yeah, so yeah, let's uh, try to get him the fuck out of here. Maybe the goddamn door will hold this thing enough for us to escape.
1: So you get out of there, and yeah, sure enough, a few moments later, you start hearing as you're going down the stairs this sound of Thaddeus's apartment being ripped apart. He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck!
4: I'm gonna slap him!" <laughs> just, just like you, stupid bitch! What the <laughs> fuck <laughs> are you doing? I was close to retirement. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. So, two questions to think about. You don't have to answer these right now. Where do you drop Thaddeus off because he's dead weight? And where do you go after you drop off Thaddeus? You don't have to answer those right now. We are going to come back to you, but those are things you need to think about, okay? Okay. Asha, you go outside. This place is definitely lower income. The hotel is. They must have paid for a lot of hours. Uh, it is not a hotel that people usually stay
2: in overnight. So the important thing here is I don't actually have to worry about the pool with my blood in the Probably
1: bed. not. There's, <laughs> it's just one more layer of blood probably on that mattress. Have uh, you ever seen Hellraiser? There's that mattress? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so you get out and there's this like really nice black Mercedes sports car in the middle of all this and you're like how the fuck did this not get stolen or ripped apart by this point or whatever it does not look like it's supposed to be there at all
2: okay guessing this is my ride i'm gonna check the trunk for other clothes because i still don't want to be wearing this weird high-end waitress this shirt's still slightly damp it's really wrinkled now there's a large pink stain on it yeah
1: and it uh, it doesn't look like a wine spill
2: and maybe there's a first aid kit in there. If it was actually my car, there would definitely be a first aid kit in there. I seriously doubt this is my car.
1: So what you find is a large duffel bag. There's actually two duffel bags, one duffel bag with your normal kit. So explosion caps, C4, different things to deal with explosions and a couple of guns in there. The second one has a bunch of cash and passports and identities things like that so you have two full duffel bags of your stuff perfect
2: i'm gonna check the car for trackers
1: i'm gonna say that's a criminology thing that's a investigation skill which i have there is a tracker you have seen the trick before where they actually put it under the hood by the engine in the back so it's even harder to find and yeah, there's a tracker there.
2: I'm going to attach that to another car nearby.
1: So as you start to touch it, your phone starts to ring.
2: Well, I look at their color ID of this phone. Number?
1: Just says C. I don't know.
2: Okay. Well, I answer.
1: You're not removing my tracker, are you?
2: Of course not. But I would like to know where things are that are watching me.
1: We don't like that. I just want to keep a, keep tabs on you. That's all. Why don't you leave it there? It's the best place for it.
2: I'm sure it is. Am I going to see you again soon?
1: Oh, yeah. Blood like yours? I'm not going to let that go any anytime soon. You tasted wonderful.
2: I'm sure I did. Well, let me at least get cleaned up.
1: Hey, go about your business. I don't know where to find you. Don't worry.
2: Sure thing. Do you hang up? Yes. Yes, I do. I <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nasty ass motherfucker.
1: Yeah, totally creepy, gross. Yeah, that's the right response.
2: (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to get changed in the back of the car and think about some options. But I guess, like, it's been a while. So can I try to, like, go into some kind of, like, I don't know, state to remember Layla's number?
1: Absolutely. So why don't we
2: use...
1: You know what? Though it's not a stability roll, you are using your mental capacity to kind of dive deep into your psyche. So if you want to pull points for this role, you're going to pull them from your stability number, okay? I'll tell you exactly what you have to hit, a six, because this is difficult. Whatever happened to you, they've wiped out.
2: I'm going to go for another three points. My stability. Hmm. I hope it. I'm definitely using these up. They do actually need assistance both medical and something but uh it's fine it's fine i've got my kit i'm gonna call layla i'm gonna figure out a place to meet her and i'm gonna blow the fucking car up <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh thank god i got a three on the dice nice Ooh. So I <laughs> yeah um close I, don't know why I have such a problem with singular <laughs> versus plural. but yes i got a three plus three is a six.
1: awesome so yeah you remember her number
2: um, I'm going to assume that there is another burner phone in my kit with all the passports and everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And I am going to use that to call Layla. Like, as I dial the phone, I'm like, kind of like reflexively clutching the bag with all my explosive supplies.
1: <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. So, Decker.
2: Hmm. I'm running.
1: You have gotten out. They stopped at a stop sign. You jumped out. You know, typical near a prison neighborhood. There's a bunch of cars around. And what do you want to do? Do you want to boost a car? How do you want to get going?
3: No. In fact, what I'm going to do is look for somebody that looks lonely, if that's a descriptor. That's a and, descriptor. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, schmooze them a little bit so they can give me a drive to where I want to
1: go. Flirting or flattery? The two F's of Decker. It very much depends on who I approach. I'm going to say that there's a younger woman, probably in her 20s, just sitting on her porch drinking uh, Michelob Light in a sundress.
3: OK, and there's a car in that driveway? Yep. Perfect. Flattery. Uh making sure I don't look like a prisoner, fix my my hair, make sure my locks look smooth, smooth my edges, smooth my eyebrows, straighten my back. All right. <clears throat> um, ex- excuse me, uh... Yeah? Yeah, hey, I, uh, I'm, I was just passing through town and my, my car broke down a couple miles out. Do you, um... I hate to ask you this. I know you are having a beautiful day outside in this gorgeous sundress that you're wearing. And here I am, a complete stranger, asking you for help. But do you think you could do me a solid? I only have $20 to my name.
1: Where are you going?
3: Uh, just the town over.
1: You want me to drive you over to D.C.? C- could you? He looks at you for a second. I yeah, strike my I, best
3: I, pose. Hands up. Yeah, open. I think
1: I, I can do that. Jump in.
3: Thank you. I, uh, I wouldn't mind if you could tell me a little bit more about, uh... Look her up and down.
1: Those nails, those are gorgeous. Tell me more about them. Oh, Patty does them down in the the corner. She's she's wonderful. They, uh, I hope they hold on to her. I go down there when I can. You know, it's, it's expensive.
3: Oh, yeah, I get so, it. So,
1: uh, yeah, and she's smiling and she's letting you in. And you notice as she's opening the door and you're getting in that... She has, it looks like, deliberate cuts on her arms. Not suicide cuts, just to be clear. But, like, cuts on her arms and her thighs. And she goes, my name is Jenny. It's nice to meet you.
3: Hey, Jenny. You can call me Decker.
1: She just starts up the car and pulls away. Sophia, you are cleaning up everything. Suddenly, five or six mobster guys show up and start taking down igor and alexander is like all right look we're gonna get these bodies out of here and then me and a couple of the other guys are gonna come back and and start cleaning this all up you got everything
0: yeah i got everything
1: just leave your cleaning supplies like your your bottles and stuff and i'll give you a call look through all that shit, see if you can see why the all fathers did this i know what that chucklehead said but there's gotta be more to it than that.
0: All right, and uh, just make sure whatever's left over, you bring back to me, it's my own special blend stuff. I, I will, I will, no problem. All right, g- get out of here. Okay. Someone might call this in at any point. Don't forget to get the shell casings. This is in my first rodeo, I got it. <laughs> I know, I know, you know me though, my checklists. I get it, I get it. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you later.
1: So you head out and as you're driving along, you get a phone call. It says no contact. Like no caller ID. No yeah. caller ID, which is not odd for the business that you do.
0: I pick up the phone. Uh, is this
1: Sophia? It sounds like a filtered voice.
0: Who's this? My name's Van Helsing, and I have a job. I'm willing to pay you
4: to do. It's uh, it's a lot
0: of money. Who recommended you? I don't usually work for people I don't know.
1: Uh, he rattles off one of your old contact handlers from the old days in the CIA. He goes, look, I'm putting together
4: off books. It's, uh, it's gonna be a million apiece when the thing's done. We can logger it any way you
0: want. Well, where, where do you want to meet? Maybe in downtown DC, near the
1: phallic symbol. Click. And that's where we're gonna end this particular episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Dead Drop, our Knights Black Agents game. Let's find out where all these wonderful people are. Let's start with B.
3: Hello, all. I've been your non-binary busy B. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, writer, and community manager for D and
2: D Adventures League. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at la girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. Pretty much all the other socials as Forgotten Saves. If you want to hear me play more TTRPGs, usually with characters with slightly less memory loss, you can find me on the Happy Jacks RPG back catalog or on It's Probably okay Twitch channel. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's
0: M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you
4: subscribe through BattleBards. Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider, and uh, you can just find me hanging out on Twitter. That's at SaintSpiderTV. So that's S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. That's at Twitter. Thanks.
1: And I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can also find the show at 12 side stories the number 12 and then cited stories and you can find us uh, doing a stream now called providence decayed on tuesday nights b and saints are both on that show and michelle as well uh with uh, janine and it's it's a great show you should come and check it out if you want to help the show the stream or the podcast you could join us on coffee or patreon you could throw us five stars on your favorite platform you could give us a shout out or you could do all for whatever works for you and actually through twitch we have some merch some 12-sided story t-shirts if you want some swag so check that out as well thank you so much for listening we hope you've enjoyed our first episode and we will talk at you soon Bye. bye bye